0: you're listening to Boss Ladies and Babies. Are you ready to blab with me? Grab a front row seat as I adventure through motherhood, build my career, and not lose my shit. This podcast is a place for women to come together and relate through the highs and lows of business and motherhood, keep it real and learn some new business tips and tricks while inspiring each other to do the dang thing. So close your eyes and take a deep breath, mama. You found us. It might not always be pretty, but you can count on one thing. We are in this hot mess together. Spring has sprung and our homes aren't the only places that need some tidying up this time of year. This is around the time of year where the excitement of our big New Year's resolution goals are starting to wear off, and some of our ideas may have some cobwebs hanging around that could use a little dusting. Clutter might be piling up here and there, and we might be feeling like we could use a little pep in our step and a little tweak to our systems to help pull us and our businesses out of the winter rut. Don't worry, I've got you. I created a free spring clean your business challenge that will get your business from a digital disaster to so fresh and so clean in just six days. Even better, each task will only take you about an hour to complete. The challenge is self paced and runs the entire month of April. So, snag your spot at the link in the show notes and get ready to do some serious spring cleaning. Sometimes, all we need is a little accountability and support. And this six day challenge was created centered around both of those things. Joining the challenge gets you into a private Facebook group with the other members of the challenge to share your wins, ask your questions, and make some new connections. At the end of the month, all attendees are invited to a Zoom party to meet face-to-face, celebrate our successes, and a chance for you to ask me all of your business questions, not just about spring cleaning, about business in general. So what are you waiting for? It's time to make your business sparkle. Join the free six-day Spring Clean Your Business Challenge at the link here in the show notes. Welcome back to Boss Ladies and Babies. Easter is this weekend. If you celebrate, I hope you have a beautiful Easter weekend with your family. Hopefully the weather cooperates for us. I know this morning here in Washington, it was snowing in April, snowing but it looks like the sun is starting to peek out and you know we're just living that unpredictable pacific northwest spring so wherever you are tuning in from hopefully you are staying warm you are staying dry and you will be enjoying sunshine this weekend we are hosting a little brunch at our house we started that tradition the first year we moved into this new house and it's been really fun i love hosting so I'm getting ready to put that all together and color Easter eggs with Nora and get her Easter basket together and all of those things. So it's been super exciting. You guys, if you've been listening for a while, you know that I love tradition and holidays and all the cheesy, fun little things that come along with it. So I am getting super excited and next year we'll have two little babies that we get to have fun with. So we'll just keep that childhood magic going, which I love. So happy Easter. I hope you are having a wonderful April. We are halfway through. If you have not got your taxes done yet, this is your reminder that they are due on Monday. So make sure you get those done. I have definitely waited until the last last, last minute this year. And I'm normally like the kind of person that as soon as I have my forms, my taxes are getting done. Um, But this year with pregnancy and just everything, I don't know, time going by so fast, I just kept pushing on the back burner. When I sat down to finally gather everything, my pregnancy brain was in full swing, mush. I (laughs) could not I I feel so bad for my accountant, who happens to be my aunt, thank goodness, but I just like my brain was not computing, was not working, and made things pretty difficult. But I'm done. I'm in the clear, good to go. So yeah, just last minute reminder, if you have not done yours yet, you have a couple more days. All right, so let's get into this episode. I am going to kick it off with my highs and lows, and then we will get going. So my high for the week is seriously the cutest thing. Um, This actually happened a couple weeks ago, but I haven't shared it with you guys yet. We were at the playground, um, and Nora was, she's really starting to come out of her shell. I think preschool has been so helpful for her. She's really starting to be a lot less shy and interact with, you know, different kids at the playground when before she would like kind of keep to herself. So we're playing at the playground, and there's a bunch of kids there of all different ages, like some a little bit younger than her, most a bit older than her. And they were all playing, I guess, like tag around the playground set and just like running circles, running circles. And there was this older boy and I'm really bad with age. So he was somewhere between like eight, nine, 10, if I had to guess, he was pretty tall. So it's hard to say, but I would say, you know, somewhere between eight and 10. And he was kind of like, I guess he was maybe it. So he was kind of chasing all the kids and Nora ran over to me when I was sitting on the bench watching. And she said, mommy, that big guy is chasing me. And I said, well, do you like that he's chasing you or not? And she said, no, I don't like it. And so I told her, okay, well, you can either politely ask him to stop chasing you or you can go play somewhere else. And so she went and played somewhere else. And, you know, the kids like played for a little bit longer Then they started dispersing back onto the playground. So (laughs) a couple minutes later, I catch my little three and a half year old daughter at the top of the playground cornering the quote-unquote big guy, as she called him, cornering him, his back to the slide. She has both of her hands on her hips, if you can imagine this, and I heard her say, you were chasing me and I did not like that. And the poor kid was like, actually, I wasn't chasing you. I was chasing like that other kid over there. And I'm sorry if you didn't like that. And she just went "Hmm," and walked away and went on to playing, doing other stuff with herself. And I was just so proud of her because she just stood up for herself to this kid that was a lot bigger and a lot older than her. And she was brave enough to go and tell him You were chasing me and I didn't like it. And he was so sweet and so respectful because obviously she was confused by the situation and he could have been a jerk about it and he wasn't. And so, but then the rest of the time she was there, it was so cute. She was like, she kept going over to him, but like giving him like a little sassy attitude with her hands on her hips. And then she was like, hey, big guy, watch this trick. And he was like, okay, just a minute. I'll watch you in a second. I'm playing with someone else. He comes over there and he watched her little trick that she did. He's like, wow, that's nice. And like, he was being so nice to the little kids. It was the cutest thing. It was like, I just was watching my daughter thrive as this little independent woman. And I was so proud. Okay. um, My low for the week is, I think I mentioned this on uh, one of our mini episodes recently, but we were stuck in the house all of spring break, sick. My daughter had, she had it pretty bad. She had a fever and a little cold. I ended up getting like a hint of a cold. It wasn't that bad, but it was like just enough to be annoying. And then also being trapped in the house where usually we have activities almost every day. It was the longest week ever. And I kind of was just feeling so overwhelmed by, you know, trying to take care of her, take care of myself. Like, Obviously, with pregnancy, I'm just feeling really tired anyway i I just fell off the map in business. I did the things that I had to do in my business, and other than that, I just kind of like said, "You know what? I'll be back next week and It was an unplanned little break, honestly unwelcomed little break. but I'm back, and everything's fine. My business didn't fall apart, and you know sometimes. I just got to listen to my own advice and, and take that break. But yeah, it was definitely a very, very, very long week. Everybody's feeling better. She's back to preschool this week. We're back into our routine. And I'm excited for a little bit of normality because I thrive on that, which is kind of what we're going to be talking about in this episode today. We're going to be talking all about systems, which we will get into how systems within your mom life and in your household and your personal life can really help you too. And so I am super excited to get this conversation going. So today I am chatting with Taryn Rochelle, the CEO and founder of The Social Lifestyle Co. And she and her team help service providers create elevated systems that give them back time into their day and create an unmatched experience for their clients. Taryn is a mama of two and she has built her business around her life, not the other way around, and systems definitely come into play in both her business and her personal life. She is amazing at what she does. She's certified in Debsavo and proficient in other systems like Trello and Slack and she really helps you learn to love and implement systems in your business so that you can spend more time doing the things in your business and your life that you need and want to do most. I have personally worked with Taryn in the back end on some of my systems. I have learned so much from her and she has just been such an amazing person to have met and connected and built a friendship with over social media and I cannot wait for you guys to hear everything she has to say today. So You definitely want to have a pen and a notebook and find some time that you can jot down some notes because she is dropping all the systems knowledge, which is something that so many of us battle when it comes to, you know, overwhelm and how we actually create systems in our businesses. So I cannot wait for you to hear this. We're going to take a quick break and then we'll welcome Taryn to the show. It's time for this week's Boss Lady Business Spotlight. Meet Radkey Virtual Services. Brittany is a virtual assistant who specializes in Pinterest. She loves assisting entrepreneurs who are new to Pinterest. Not interested in Pinterest? That's fine too. Brittany also offers social media management, data entry, and much more. If you are ready to reduce your workload and get back the time you need to focus on what you're passionate about, schedule a free discovery call at radkeyvirtualservices.com. Brittany is offering the Boss Ladies and Babies listeners a special offer. When you book your discovery call, use code BLAB for a free Pinterest account mini audit of your existing Pinterest account. $100 value for free. Again, head to radkeyvirtualservices.com. Taryn, welcome to the Boss Ladies and Babies podcast. I'm so excited to have you here today. Yeah, thanks so much for having me. I really appreciate it. Yeah. I cannot wait to get into this conversation with you and just have you share all of your knowledge about systems. I mean, you are a genius in this, so I cannot wait to dig into this. And I've personally been sharing my journey of organizing my business since I took a little hiatus back in October after becoming a solo host for the show and realizing like I Have no systems in place. And so, you know, I've been really open about that and my journey with that. And I have to thank you for a lot of the progress that I've personally made in my business. And I feel like when I met you and heard the way that you teach things, it just kind of clicked for me in a way that things hadn't clicked before. And I've learned so much from following you and working with you. And so, I just cannot wait for everyone listening to get to know you better. So let's have you introduce yourself, tell us who you are, what you do, what makes you a boss lady, what makes you a systems queen, and let's hear all about it.
1: Awesome. And thank you so much for the kind words. I really appreciate that. Yeah. Um, I know that systems, you know, aren't everyone's zones of genius and isn't something that people love. Um, a lot of people dread incorporating systems or just... They they more just don't understand them. And then the overwhelm happens. And then you just are like, oh, I'll do it tomorrow. And then tomorrow ends up being like months and months later. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I really like to teach systems in easy to understand way, and that everything in your business should have a system. It's not just your CRM. Um, there's, you know, your system, your process are the you know, the steps it takes to get things done or having a plan in place. It's not necessarily the tool, the tool helps you incorporate that system. But I'm glad that you have learned so much. I really appreciate that. Um, yeah. And if you guys are new to me, um, my name is Taryn Rochelle. I'm the CEO and founder of the Socialized Alco. And we help service providers pre efficient systems in their business that help them save time and wow their clients from lead all the way through offboarding. And so I am Dubsado certified. Um, We also work in Trello and ClickUp and Slack, and then we do Zapier integrations. Um, So pretty much all those systems that make you want to pull your hair out, it's what I geek out over. So (laughs) I'm excited to be here.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So let's kind of start there because I think that systems for most people, unless they have kind of dove into that world, they're, they're really overwhelming. Just like you said, mm-hmm. like from personal experience, I just didn't have my systems in place because I didn't really know what to do. And I was feeling just like what you were talking about when you were saying hello, like the, the overwhelm or it just makes you panic and then not do anything. So exactly. let's start there because I think that when people start to realize that you can have these systems in place without it being really hard, there's kind of like that light bulb aha moment. Mm -hmm. So let's talk about like some easy ways that people can start implementing them or get comfortable with them in their businesses. Yeah,
1: definitely. Well, I'll make sure that Megan has my um, systems audit, audit checklist. It's a free resource um, that you guys can go through and like audit your systems um, and see kind of where you're at, because I think a lot of times the overwhelm happens because we don't see everything that should have systems or everything that doesn't have systems in our business we're just feeling that overwhelm of not having the systems where you know it's taking all day to onboard someone or a lead comes in and then you forget about them because you don't have a way to keep track of when you need to get back in touch with them um so there's a lot of overwhelm that happens but if you don't think in systems or work in them all day long like I do um you may not know exactly which ones you need or where is lacking in your business um so I'll make sure you guys have that just a free checklist to go through and see you know where you need to maybe spend your time in your systems. Um, But when it comes to actually incorporating them, um, the first thing that I would say, the first system that you guys need are SOPs. So SOPs are your standard operating procedures. Um, It is pretty much like, what are all of these steps? What are all of the tasks that need to get done to see a project all the way through. Um, And it could just be a main task too. So, you know, I always use the example of creating a reel. Um, What are every single steps it takes to creating that reel? Not just you recording it and pressing publish, it's, you know, creating a cover graphic, it's writing the caption, what copy, figuring out the idea all of that stuff. Like what are all of those steps to see that real go from an idea to then post on Instagram? Um, So that is an SOP. So that's the first system that you guys need to have in place are always keeping track and developing your SOPs. Um, A tool that I love to use for this is Loom. Um, It is a video recording software. So if you are, wow, I don't have any SOPs in place. um, Don't feel like it's too late. It's never too late to incorporate them. Um, But it may feel daunting or overwhelming being like, wow, I don't have any to then feeling like you need to create them all. Um, what I always recommend for my clients is to record yourself. The next time you go um, to uh, map out a graphic in Canva, record your screen of yourself doing it and talk out loud to yourself, Be like, okay, first I outline how many pages of the carousel it's going to be. Then I make the colors on the pages, like say all of that, that's your SOP. Um, And then you can take those videos. And if you have a team member, you can ask them, Hey, watch this video, map out my SOPs. Um, Or if you don't have a team member yet, just keep that bank of them. And then when you do have a team member, that was one of the first tasks that I gave to my VA was, Hey, go through these videos and map out these SOPs for me. So they go from video to written. So, um, the first step I will say is to develop your SOPs because that is going to be the foundation for a lot of the other systems that
0: you would need to put in place in your business. Yeah. I feel like for me, SOPs, I was getting so hung up on those because I was overthinking it. And I think a lot of people do that. Like SOPs, that sounds so like official and so scary. Like this people big- think it
1: needs to be like done. And then you like laminate it and have yeah. it on the wall and it needs to be this like corporate document. And mine are just like, you know, uh, we have a SOP banking click up and it's a living document where we're always updating it. We're always putting new refinements. You know, if I'm like, Hey, this works better. Or my VA is like, Hey, I added this into the process and we update it. They're never meant to be set in stone. They're always meant to be updated and, and worked on and not a scary thing. Um, because I do think a lot of people go into it and they're like, gosh, like this seems to be official mm-hmm. <laughs> and yeah. it just to be, you know, what all those things living rent free in your head that you're doing on a day to day just need to be written down in some kind of, you know, pen to paper, or I recommend digital aspects. so You don't lose it.
0: Yeah, yeah, I think like the overthinking of it can it makes it so big and it's it's one of those things where you already you're already doing this and you don't even realize it, you know? And so it's just a matter of, wow, is it really that simple of just writing down like the step by steps of the things that I'm already doing? There's no way something like a SOP could be that simple, but yeah. it really is that simple and you just have to kind of switch your mindset to I'm already doing these things. How can I track these things? And I Remember, one of the things that we had talked about is every single task that you do in a process, like nothing is too small. You want to have every step of the way written down so that you have that all laid out and it makes it creates
1: your SOP. Yeah. And you want it so detailed that you can pass it off to someone and someone could do it with minimal to no questions. So I want to be able to hand over, you know, my process for sending out a client gift to my VA And she can send out a client gift and I don't even have to approve it or do anything because it's so, you know, detailed and it just start like, you know, before it just started a brain dump of what I do to send out client gifts and now, you know, then I take it and make it more official Mm -hmm. and have it written out in those exact steps for her to follow so you always want to think you know it's not just the surface level steps or tasks it's what are those subtasks that fall underneath each of those steps in the process um so that nothing's getting left or missed um especially when you get into building your team
0: Mm -hmm, definitely so what got you into systems have you always been like you like thinking this way, or is it something one day you realize like my business is a mess. I need to figure this out. Like what was the moment that you realized this was what you love doing?
1: Yeah. So I've always had a like operational way of thinking. Um, I'm like the one that has like every single detail mapped out for like parties. And me and my husband are currently traveling right now. And like, I was like, I'm going to handle like the airport and like traveling, like Just, I have a system and process for us (laughs) traveling and he loved it. Like he didn't have to worry. Like we were on time everywhere. Like, and I'm not like drill sergeant, but I just like, (laughs) I just like to have a process for it because it just makes it go so much easier. And I don't like traveling's already stressful. I'm like, if I can minimize that overwhelm, I'm going to somehow. And -hmm. I think systems help eliminate overwhelm. Um but I used to work in retail. Um I was a manager of a Forever 21. Um I then was a man- manager at Zara and then worked at Z Gallery. Um and so I always worked in the operational side but then also always incorporated like the merchandising side. So I kind of see that now like I did I mapped out my origin story of like when you map out every single thing that led you to where you are now and it was really cool to do that. Um, because I went all the way back to my first job and then I mapped out what it took me to get to the next steps in my career and like the changes and pivots that I made. And, you know, looking now at what I do, it's so much operational, but then the visual side of things, because we brand everything in systems for our clients and for ourselves. So it's interesting to look back on my first job at Forever 21 working in operations and doing merchandising and now my company now of doing operations and merchandising of systems. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, it's yeah. clinical. If you haven't mapped out your origin story, I highly suggest doing it because it's really cool to, um, figure that out and it helps you define your why. Um, that's why I actually did that process. Um, but I kind of, I, since I have that operations brain, um, I used to be more into content marketing. Um, I had a social media management company. It's the same company as socialized cell but we did more social media management. And what I realized I was doing more for clients was helping them define their system and process for their content. Mm-hmm. Um, I wasn't just a social media manager that's like, here I'm gonna map out your content, like that's it. Like we had a system for it. There was reason, intention behind. Everything we were doing in marketing. And while I liked the social media world, I just loved the system side of it. Um, and I just slowly started doing more things where people were asking more, more questions about you know oh, how do you set this up in your CRM where that wasn't really what we did as a service. Um, but then I started getting like, so uh, like in love with all things systems. Um, I get excited when I get a Zapier that runs correctly. Like I'm, (laughs) that's just how my brain is. Um, but I just really started diving into it. Um, I moved over from HoneyBook to Dubsado and I loved it. Um, and then I dove in and got certified. Um, and then we've just been evolving things at the company ever since. So now we work in Dubsado Trello, ClickUp, Slack, and Zapier. So it's been really great Um, learning experiences along the way. But it, like I said, doing that origin story is like, I felt like I have pivoted so much, but doing that, I'm like, I really haven't. Like everything I've done in my career, my business has led me to this. And I've taken like pieces from every single one of those jobs that I've had or pivots in my company and turned it into what I love now um which is the socialized co so um it's been really great
0: yeah and what a perfect example as entrepreneurs you know when we start doing something that doesn't mean that we're stuck in that moment you know if we feel passionate or you know really skilled in another part of what we're doing we can pivot and we can make an impact and still continue to grow our business without everything crumbling to the ground and starting completely over, you know, cause like you said, the clients that you were working with, there was obviously a need for what you were doing and what you really enjoyed doing. And so mm-hmm. you still built your business with the clients that you had and you were able to make that pivot. And so a lot of times I think as entrepreneurs, we get into something that we're really passionate about in the moment. And then we build this business and then we feel stuck doing that Mm -hmm. thing. And so I just love that you shared that story because that's just a perfect example of the endless possibilities that we have when we're really taking the time to listen to ourselves and to really see where our zone of genius and our skill sets and our passions lie.
1: Yeah. And, you know, that's the benefits of having your own business. Like mm-hmm. I worked for like people for so long, um, especially in retail being so high up in management and I was working so close with corporate and I was like, I never want to do this again. <laughs> like yes. I want to be my own corporate. Um, and so, you know, just remembering that we have the, Ability and everything to be able to do what we want in our business and to be able to pivot. And I think a lot of it comes from the outside views. And I've even fallen into this too, where I'm like, gosh, like, what are like when I pivoted from social media management to systems? I'm like, what are people going to think on my social? Like, they're going to be so confused, like, blah, blah. And I was like, well, at the end of the day, the, any, what I I always recommend, even though I'm not in content marketing, I'll still give this tip. If you guys have wanted to ever pivot and kind of worried about it, just remember at the end of the day, as long as your audience that's currently on your platform could still be your ideal audience for your new service or offerings, doesn't mean you need to start a new Instagram or anything like that. A lot of people are like, oh, I'm pivoting. I'm going to start a brand new Instagram. Um, and we take time to develop this community and you don't just want to leave them. Um, so if they are still your ideal audience, which anyone that needs social media management most likely needs systems too. Mm-hmm. So um, anyone that was on there was right for my new services. And if they weren't, then they would leave and that's okay. Um, and so once I made that change, like you can't even really, t- you just scroll so far down to find anything about social media and looking back at my social media posts, I was still kind of talking about the system about it. So, (laughs) um, you know, it all ends up working out. Um, But yeah, definitely like, don't be afraid to really dive into what you're passionate about because if you want to have your business for a long time, like I want to have mine, you know, forever until I stop working. Mm -hmm. Um, and I want to be doing what I love to do. I want to be able to, you know, pick up right now I'm traveling to Arizona and I could just stop work for a week and I could be able to do that. Um, because I have built a business around my life and something that I really love and enjoy doing, um, which helps me then have that luxury to be able to take time off when I need it.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And talking about, you know, building businesses around our life, you're not only a systems queen, but you're also a proud mom of two. And I know how important talking about and sharing mom life is for you, which obviously we love around here. And, (laughs) you know, I think that the more that we share that and we talk about that in our businesses, the better we feel, right. Because we're being ourselves and we're taking the passion of our business. And we're taking these systems that we're creating in our business and we're taking our real life and we're meshing that all together. And I think that that's truly how you find that secret balance that everybody's searching for. So I want to talk a little bit about like how you use systems in your personal and mom life too, and what impact it's made for you and your family.
1: Yeah, definitely. Um, I mean, when it comes to systems and family life, the biggest thing first is, like you said, building that business around my life. Mm -hmm. And so I had to really develop strong systems that then allowed me to then have the time that I wanted to have with my family. Um, And so that's a big thing to remember. I talked to you about this when it came to quarterly planning and it's you know, really thinking about those boundaries and those times in the year or the quarter that you want to maybe be super present with your family, which means then you have to build your business to support that time off. Mm-hmm. So for example, I'm planning to take pretty much all of June off of my business. It's my husband's 30th birthday. Um, it's my daughter's birthday. It's my birthday month. Um, and I worked last June and I regretted it. It was so hard. Um, and so this year I've been planning around that. So that's like one thing, you know, before getting into the systems with your family, it's like, if you build your business around your life, it makes it that much easier to be able to have that intentional time that we want with our kids and can be so hard to stick to and stick to those boundaries. um, when we have our own businesses, um, but I will say when it comes to my family life, um, I'm a big uh, believer to use tools to the most of their abilities. Um, when it comes to things that you're paying for in your business. So for example, I use, um, ClickUp for project management. Um, we also utilize Trello and work in Trello. Um, but in ClickUp, I have a workspace that's for our family. And so I use it to organize like packing for the trip that we're on right now. Um, I'm using it to organize my son's birthday party, like all of that. Like if I'm paying for a tool, I'm going to use it for other things and not just, you know, what the typical thing to use it for. Um, I use my CRM for so many more things than just for clients. Um, And so it's utilizing those things that you can and where you already use and pay for um, for other things in your business. So um, me and my husband use Google Calendar to map out our calls because we both work from home. So we do time blocks of like who's on with the kids, like in things like that. Um, And we put in our calendars, we have a shared Google calendar. So I can see that and be like, okay, this is my work time block. Um, My husband's in a meeting during this time. So I need to like, you know, have my door open and be available if my daughter needs me and all that kind of stuff. So um, putting those kinds of systems in place has been really helpful. Um, And then also like a system maybe a system for your mindset of knowing that it's, um, okay to ask for help and to hire out help if you need it. Um, whether that's, you know, getting a laundry service or whether that's, you know, for us, we got a nanny for three hours of the day and those three hours are just like amazing. We can, you know, have time to where I schedule now pretty much all my calls during that time. Um, because I already know someone's there, you know, watching my son, um, I don't have to worry about it. I don't have to worry if my husband's on a meeting. So doing kind of those things can really help. Um, especially with us being moms and having so many other priorities in the day and things that, you know, take up our, our mental capacity, um, along with our business.
0: Yeah. I love that. i Everything that you talk about with this is just like so important to what I talk about in my message as well. And, you know, the whole thought of building your business around your life is why I personally even started my business, because I was figuring that out and I wanted to, you know, share that with other people that it was possible. And I think that, you know, as we grow and we learn in our businesses, being able to take things that we learn from our business to bring it into our life, to actually make it even easier to build our businesses around our lives is a really special thing because, you know, if we wouldn't have gone for what we wanted in business, we might not have learned these things to make our actual home life easier so that we could have all the things that we want. And it's just like this beautiful circle that I think is so important. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And also on the flip side of the systems in home life, I feel like If you're somebody who feels overwhelmed with systems, look at what your lifestyle is like just as a mom and with your family and with your kids. Like for me, if I don't have some kind of plan and routine in my house, in my life, I go crazy. And everything that I do in my routines at home is systematic, whether I realized it before or not. So if you take a look at your home life and what you're doing and your You know, personal life and look at some of these systems that you've created, it might make that switch into incorporating systems into your business a little bit easier because you're realizing that you already have systems at home. And so it's not that overwhelming and it's not that scary. You just have to switch what side of your brain you're looking exactly. at. Yeah. And it's definitely, I feel like when it comes to thinking
1: about, okay, how we're planning out a birthday party and you, maybe you do it the same way, kind of every single right. time of what you do, um, that is your like SOP for birthday parties in your system. Right. And so, you know, it's so much easier to think about that than like, okay, what is my SOP for when I get a new lead and I'm booking a discovery call, like, you know, then we're like our brain malfunctions. And it's like, I don't know. Um, and so just remembering that, you know, we already do have those systems, um, and processes and they're just living rent free in your head, um, and to get them, you know, on paper somewhere. So then it just frees up so much mental capacity. Um, and it also shows you, um, that you either are charging, right. Or you are charging, um, too little, um, Mm -hmm. for your services too. Um, and it also helps you see a lot of people are like, wow, I don't know if I'm ready to hire help. Um, I don't do a lot in my business. And then you map out all the things that you do do in your business and you're like, okay, yeah, I, I think it's time for me to bring on some help. So, um, I think doing that is really helpful and really helped me, see where I need to be pricing myself and to know that I need to bring on a team member.
0: Yeah, because a lot of things are just like second nature to you, right? It's just is like, oh, these small tasks that I do, like, oh, creating a graphic, like that's super easy. And oh, writing a podcast description, that's super easy. But then when you sit down and you look at all the steps that are actually involved in that, I will warn you for somebody who's getting into systems, it can make things feel a little bit more overwhelming because these tasks in your head that are like, I don't do that much, these are super easy steps you lay it out and you break it down. You realize like, okay, wait, I'm doing a lot. And then you kind of start to get in your head of how am I doing all this? Like, do I have time to do all this? But it's things that you were already doing. So that was something that I experienced when I broke everything down was kind of like this, like, um, what that is a lot more than I thought it was. And kind of like this moment of panic, but then realizing, okay, I've got this. I've been doing it. Now it's just a little bit more organized so I can understand exactly what it is that I'm doing.
1: Yeah, and if you get to a moment like that, what I would always recommend is I love using a good like highlighter trick for a lot of things. Um and so one thing you can do with that is to uh, Take a, take that list of, you know, for your podcast and look at all of those things that you do for your podcast and have a highlighter color, which is things that could be automated. Um, and then a highlighter color for you of things that you always want to be touching when it comes to your podcast and then a highlighter color for, um, what you could outsource at some point, um, doesn't have to be in the near future, just at some point, someone else could do this, but it can't be automated and I don't need to do it. Um, and have those three highlighter colors and go through that list. And that'll really help you to future casts and be like, mm-hmm. wow, yes, there's so many things that go on with the podcast, but technically I only have to do three of them. Like you need mm-hmm. to record the podcast, um, and maybe look over the final edits that someone does, um, and maybe check in with the guest. you know what I mean? Right. Like uh, out of all the things you do in the podcast, you could probably outsource and automate Most of the other things at some point. And so, really, doing that could help you see um, where you could even take your systems to that next level, um, especially when it comes to automations.
0: See, genius. She's a genius, (laughs) everyone. (laughs) I love that. Okay. So, we've talked a couple of times about like bringing in somebody to help you and this idea of bringing in help. I want to touch a little bit more on that because. I think, you know, for us as women, as moms, as entrepreneurs, it's hard to let go and ask for help. It's hard to let go of control of your business in general. So talk to us about preparing your business and your life for bringing in help and how, you know, you're ready.
1: Yeah, definitely. So I started thinking about bringing on a assistant for my business last summer. Um, and I just brought her on in February of 2022. So, Um, don't, don't feel like I, you know, I just, you know, thought about it and just hired someone like I waited a while. Um, I just initially had the thought of it, like, oh, you know, started looking into like, well, what does a virtual assistant do? Like, okay. Like how much could this cost and things like that? I just started thinking about things, but what I mainly started doing from last summer until when I hired her was get my SOPs in place, um, figure out exactly what I would want that person to be doing, um, and what this role would be playing in my business, and then also preparing my business financially and in the system side to be able to support having help. Um, because I am not one that says to like, there's I'm a little like back and forth on the phrase of like do it before you're ready kind of thing, mm-hmm. um, and especially when it comes to hiring you know, it's a financial burden that takes on your business that it takes on your personal life, especially with us as moms, you know, it's not like we just make this money and it's just like ours to spend. Like we have a family. Um, and so having to figure those things out and to weigh the pros and cons when it comes to the finances. Um, so I really took time because I didn't want to get to a point where I to like see her invoice and be like, oh my gosh, like I have to pay my VA. Like I wanted it to be a no-brainer time in my business. Um and so I just started preparing things until then. So I'm not saying you have to wait that long, but wait until you feel like you have, you know, you're financially ready. You have some kind of process in place for when it comes to hiring. um, And you really know who the person is that you want. Um, I don't want to see any of you guys post on Facebook group saying I'm looking for a VA five hours a week. And like, that's it. It, Like those posts drive me nuts because I'm like, you are going to get a million inquiries. You are not going to get the right person. Um, You're not going to really get someone that is right for what you are looking for in your business. Um, And it's going to most likely end up feeling like, a waste of money and a waste of time. Um, so definitely be very intentional with that. So when it comes to my VA, those are the things that I did. Um, and then when I had those in place, then I felt like I was ready. Um, and then when it came to hiring help at our house of bringing on a nanny, um, my husband just started a new job where it's completely remote. His other job was like pretty much remote, but he had to go in here and there. Um, this is 100% remote where we can move to, we're planning on moving to a different state. Um, And we're able to do that. And I was like, you know what, we're both going to be working like, you know, I have a job where I need to take client calls and do things like that. And he has meetings that are kind of like out of his control of what meetings are. I'm like, how are we, you know, we can try and balance this as much as we can. But you know, we have a three-year-old son at home and, you know, if I could just have a couple hours where I could, you know, really time block my day and get stuff done, I could be done with work by one or two and Mm -hmm. be able to go outside or go to the pool during the summer and do those kinds of things, go pick my daughter up from the bus, spend time after school. Um, And so bringing in that help again, when we were financially ready, when we had a plan in place, when we kind of figured out our system for how that was going to look, um, that's when we decided to bring on a nanny and we've had her for about
0: a month and it's been amazing. That's yeah. That sounds so awesome. And I think, you know, when you're looking at bringing in help really kind of prioritizing, like, okay, so I need help everywhere. Like I need help in my business and I need help at home, but maybe you can only choose one, just Mm -hmm. kind of seeing like, where is this going to impact my life personally the most so that I can show up in the places that I need to. And I also think, I know you and I have talked a lot about this in different clubhouse rooms and such throughout the time that we've known each other, but you know, when you're thinking about bringing in help, it doesn't necessarily just mean like a VA or a nanny. It could be somebody to come in and, clean your house. It could be a laundry service. It can be grocery delivery. I mean, there are so many small things things. that you can do that are going to make a big difference so that you can work your way up to one of those bigger things that you're wanting. Exactly. Yeah. And I
1: think just like writing those things out and really seeing okay, like what are the things I dread the most that like, I don't need to be doing and that I can take on financially right now. Um, And I know so many people like despise, you know, doing their laundry and it's like, Hey, like send your laundry out for a laundry service, you know, like find little things that would just like free up that mental capacity because those things that drive you nuts or just, you know, make you feel so overwhelmed really can impact your productivity during your day in your work, which then can impact, you know, how much time you spend with your family mm-hmm. um, after work. And so really figuring those things out and bring up as much as you can, and then leaning on support when you can, you know, I'm, I'm very grateful to have, you know, a very supportive husband that really is helpful. And if like you're in that situation where you can have a significant other that can help you, if you have family members that can help lean on them. I was a single mom with my daughter for a year. So I get not having the help. um, but I leaned on other types of help whether it was like helps from the state for things, whether it was help with my family, um, whether it was help for my friends, like I really leaned on that because I knew I needed it. You know, they don't say it takes a village for no reason because it really does, whether that is people or whether that's a village of your systems. Um, And so really having that in place is so important, especially for your like mental stability Mm -hmm. as an online business owner. Um, I know me and you are very big and open about talking about the mental health that, you know, comes with having your own online business, um, and especially with being a mom. And so it's really important to protect that as much as we can.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well said. Beautiful. I, yeah. Please listen to that. If you are out there and you are feeling like you are looking for more support or help because it exists, it's there waiting for you. And there is no shame in asking somebody for help. Exactly. Yeah. All right. So let's bring it back a little bit. We talked about like what systems to have in your business and you know, not every business needs every single system out there. And I know that's one thing that can be really overwhelming is there's so many tools. There's so many different things that can help you in your business and you don't necessarily need all of them. So I know you're going to share the audit checklist with us, which will be awesome. Um, but before we wrap up, let's kind of talk about, you know, SOPs are the biggest one, what other systems, are good for maybe most businesses and how do we know what systems are right for our individual businesses?
1: Yeah. So, um, I primarily work with service providers. So my, um, my take on this is, you know, we'll be more generalized like towards that. Um, But when it comes to what systems in your business, um, that's why we really work on the trifecta, um, which is something for your project management, something for your client management, and something for communication. Um, So for us, that is Dubsado for our client management. Um, For project management, we use ClickUp. And then for communication, we use Slack. Um, and so those are the tools that we personally use internally and what we work on, um, with our clients. Um, and I will say just having something that you can do for those three things doesn't need to be those three specific tools. Um, that's just what we love and <laughs> and recommend to most. Um, but, um, as long as you have something in place for those kinds of things. So, and again, those are the tools for the system. So your system for your project management, what does that look like? You know, if you are a website designer, what is your system and your process for seeing a lead come in all the way through delivering them a beautiful website? What is that system um, for that project management for client management? What is the system for invoicing? Um, What is your system for contracts for lead capture? All of those things, and then for communication, what's your system for communicating with your clients? What are your boundaries? What are your office hours? Um, What are days that you don't? don't take any client communication. Um, I don't talk to clients on Mondays. Mondays are my CEO days. Um, and I have half days of availability on Fridays. Like, what is your availability for that? And then what is your system for communication with team members if you have them? Um, and so again, that is the system. And then that system you put into the tool of choice. Um, And so you really want to have something for those three, especially as a service provider. Um, That's just what we call the trifecta um, and is really important for your business.
0: Awesome. And that makes it sound so much more like bite size. And it's something that you can kind of tackle without feeling extremely overwhelmed. So yeah. Yeah. And everything
1: perfect. can be expand upon and more robust. So like mm-hmm. I know a lot of people's mindset with the tools that they use. So for Auto, for example, I know it has a learning curve. I felt the same way when I came in there, especially coming from HoneyBook. Um, But it is something that you can grow into. You don't have to use every single feature, every single thing that's in there. It's just available for when you need it. Where with other platforms, we just outgrew them. And I just never wanted to move systems again um, because it was a lot. And so I just wanted to have something that could grow with us. So just knowing that just because there's these other features and everything like that, that's in the tools, it doesn't mean that you have to use them right now. You can use, you know, as long as you have something set up, just do that. And then when you're at a point where you can, you know, learn from someone about systems like myself and, you know, join my membership or have someone build out your systems and do a full build for you. Like until you're ready for those, just do something minimally. Um, so then that way you at least have something there, um, that will
0: work for your business in the meantime. Yeah. I love that. Awesome. Okay. Well, this has been so informative. Like I feel like somebody, could go from not knowing anything about systems to feeling pretty confident in, you know, at least getting the ball rolling. So thank yeah. you so much for sharing all of this knowledge with us of today. Of
1: course, Yeah. It's been great.
0: Yeah. It's been awesome. And it's like, for me, somebody who had never liked systems in my business, even just talking with you today, it's like, It feels exciting, right? And who would have ever thought talking about systems would be exciting? Maybe you, (laughs) maybe you. So happy. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we always say that
1: we. Our goal is to make you learn to love and implement systems in your business. So you know you can learn to love them by hiring someone to do them and loving how you feel afterwards, or you could learn to love how to learn how to utilize the systems and go through and really learn the ins and outs of the systems and tools that you use in your business. So that is our goal, um, at the Socialize Lifestyle coast. So that makes me very happy that that is your,
0: your yeah. takeaway from here. Absolutely. Well, I'm not going to let you go before I invite you to share hot mess moment, which is, and I say this every week, my favorite part of the show, but this is your chance to confess about a time that you've been a total hot mess. Oh yes. Oh my
1: gosh. I know we were talking earlier. I was like, oh my gosh, I feel like I have so many to choose from. That's so hard. Um, I'll say one to like tie it back into systems. Um, like when I don't kind of follow my system and process for things that I just like get kind of out of whack, um, and like our family can too. Um, so this is like, I'm, I'm hoping other moms can relate to me on this. So I don't feel like a bad mom, (laughs) but my, um, we're so used to certain times and um who picks up my daughter from the bus stop and who drops her off and there's a day where we just went off schedule and it just threw both of us off and we were like sitting talking and stuff and all of a sudden my husband jumped up and is like brooklyn and i was like why are you yelling my daughter's name like what and he was like the bus and we're (laughs) like oh my god like because not following like i normally get like my alerts on my phone and i had I had turned them off for some reason and I just like, wasn't following my system and process. Yeah. And like, he like ran, thankfully it was like the one day the bus was like 10 minutes late. Oh my gosh. Uh, so yeah, that is
0: my <laughs> mess. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I feel like that is very relatable. That's good. The bus was running late too, though. Few. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my goodness. All right. Well, it is that time that we have to wrap up as much as I don't want to. So why don't you go ahead and tell everybody where they can find you, how they can support your business and anything that you have coming up. Okay, so to
1: where you can connect with me um, is over on Instagram. So I'm the Socialized Sell Co over there, and that is also my website. Um, and then we have um, my systems membership, which is a Socialized Sell system, um, again, to help you learn to love and implement systems in your business. So this is where you can come and learn alongside me and um, have time and access to me to answer your questions, um, as well as access to our template shop, which is going to launch this month um, Dubsado one-click templates and Zapier templates. Um, and then, um, my DMS are always open. So if you guys have any questions, feel free to message me over on Instagram. I'm always happy to answer any systems questions and just let me know you came from this podcast. Um, so I can know where you came from.
0: Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Sharon. This has been so much fun chatting with you and until next time you've got this mama's stay bossy.